Yo, 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 what's going on, y'all? What's going on? Uh, if you don't know, which you should already know, it's Blase Blase, and this is your girl, Breezy. It's your girl, Jazzy J, and this is Queen. And um, if y'all wondering what that track was that we opened up with, that was Six Lack, and before my haters interrupt, <laughs> Six Lack, featuring Offset, Stop. let me finish, let me finish, that was Six Lack, featuring Offset with that Balenciaga challenge, that shit riding though, that whole, that whole little album Six Lack just dropped, was hot. Oh. <laughs> we, look, we're going to get information on clarifying this man's name. His name is Black. <laughs> yeah, we we do. It's Black. It's Black. No, I don't. I literally saw, I follow him on Instagram and I swear I saw okay. him post something that was like it's pronounced Black. Like it literally said it's pronounced Black. I saw it on Google name. that it was pronounced Black. <laughs> oh my goodness. That man named Six Lack. Look. <laughs> 
ain't never heard nobody call that nigga. See y'all. Y'all, y'all, y'all proven. Y'all proven where the Midwest is fucked up. Call this man black. That don't mean that is right. First of all, look. First of all, I lived in the South for four years, and they swore Chicago was the state of was the the capital of Illinois. So look. Hey, you say Springfield? They be like, what's that? Like the right, Simpsons? Like the Simpsons? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my goodness! Y'all cutting up? Yeah, we gonna have to. We gonna have to. We gonna have to fact check that one. I'm gonna do it later on. Do it later on, and then I'm gonna pop up randomly with the facts because y'all are tripping, tripping. Just post it. Look, we'll post it. We'll keep y'all posted. We'll post it. <laughs> but um, go going forward though. Uh, today's show we got a few a few interesting topics. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, y'all know we got to go ahead and address the Bill Cosby case. Um, that shit, I don't know. I can't say it's wild no more. Like, it is what it is. Um, and then we got to address, you know, uh, this post that started circulating on Facebook uh, about young boys playing with girl toys such as uh, purses and dolls and allowing them to get their nails painted and things of that such. Uh, So I I really wanted to touch on that when I saw the post. I didn't comment on it for a reason because I'm like, I'm going to just save it all for the show. (laughs) 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 And then um, after that, we're going, we got some women empowerment shit, you know, you got three black women on the mic, hey. so we definitely gonna have to hold it down for our women, especially. Um, we really specifically want to talk about the WNBA um, yeah. and those female athletes that are not recognized or paid as you they should be. <laughs> Basic numbers. They ain't paid, man. They ain't paid. We just want our coinage. And then. Um, Last last thing we're gonna talk about tonight, um, of course, uh, the Carter Five. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have two Wayne connoisseurs. Con- how do you say that word? <laughs> connoisseurs on the mic, and um, we're definitely here to critique. Uh, I always love Queen's reviews on yeah. hip hop, like strictly hip hop albums. I love them because she usually has a question, like, <laughs> like well, what? <laughs> <laughs> what did he mean? <laughs> because did he come? lighter at the beginning of the song. Did he come for black people? Like <laughs> she be on it. She be on it. So we definitely gonna have to touch on that. Uh, so y'all go ahead, sit back, and relax. Um, before you do though, make sure you like, share, and subscribe to our podcast, Blase Blase, which is on nine different platforms. Um, nine and y'all know the major ones like uh apple apple podcast google podcast spotify uh breaker we got stitcher we got cast box we recently just uh made it on there um like i told y'all but i'm gonna tell everybody else i'm trying to get on iHeartRadio. man that's that's the goal mm. um, Shout out to the Breakfast Club. They got me hooked now that shit. All I got to do is hop in the car every morning and turn that motherfucker on. You know, I don't need no app to listen to them. Like, 
I'm telling y'all, I listen to them every morning. I don't need so app to listen to them. Yeah, no, I just just get in my car. You know, I got the Breakfast Club in the morning. Shit, I be sitting up in the car listening to them. Just, just sitting here listening to their ass. Like, damn, damn. Oh uh, yeah, we got to get on iHeartRadio. We got to get on iHeartRadio. Yeah, yeah. But like I say, y'all, go ahead, sit back and relax, and we're gonna go ahead and get right into it. Uh, I hope y'all enjoy this show. Assery is always your you head. Assery is always on ten. Oh my god! You missed the whole dance session. Head ass. Had to give him a little Duval action. Hit him with the shoulder on that. Head ass. Before we hop into this segment, though, let me just disclaimer real quick. Um, by no means is. There anything funny about sexual assault, rape, anything like that? Um, the reason why I think we opened the segment with that song is because when you hear any of those theme songs to that show, you just instantly be like, "Man, yeah!" Like you just instantly like, "Man, dog, Bill Cosby, bro!" Like you know, I I watched that show thousands of people black people millions of people Mm -hmm. right watched the cosby show and fell in love with the huxtables you know um but we gotta take a step back and realize that bill cosby isn't cliff huxtable Besides Trump being president of 2018, is that Bill Cosby is not Cliff Huxtable? He isn't like that. Like that shit real. That shit real. And it took it took for him to be sentenced for. I guess myself to realize that I'm like, you know, that's not Cliff Huxtable. I have to let that go. Just like we sat up and talked about letting our Kelly go. I just, I, I had to let, go. I had to let Bill go because the, you can't convince me that out of the 60 women that came forth with their allegations that he isn't guilty of at least one, you know, two, three, four, you know, 60 is a lot. Yeah. And one is enough. You yeah. know what I'm saying? One yeah. Is enough to just ruin the whole image, let alone 60. 60? Like, over a 30-year span, like... Like... 
That was so. Uh, Jazzy J, I mean, how do you feel about it? Like, honestly, how do you feel about him being sentenced three to ten years? Um, I feel like, and this might be biased, and I hate to feel or sound biased by any means, because like you said, there's nothing slightly, you know, remotely funny or humorous about, you know, sexual misconduct by any means. Um, but given his age and like you brought up the his his therapist or his not his therapist, the psychiatrist. Right. But his psychiatrist said, yeah. Yeah, basically but, deemed him a threat to society. And I'm like, he's bruh, he can barely walk. Like up the stairs on his own. He's not a threat to society by any means. I just felt like the three years, don't get me wrong. No, three years is not extensive. The three to ten years was extensive because like not to sound insensitive, but I don't even see him making it another 10 years, you know? Mm-hmm. So it kind of was like, I felt like it was a redundant sentence, honestly. And I felt like it was just to make a point out of a black man to an extent. Um, Cause there's a lot more than Bill Cosby in Hollywood. Who's out here with just the allegations themselves that haven't even been brought forward yet. And they were swift in his, you know his conviction his uh allegation and his ultimate sentencing like it was swift it happened in what about a year and a half maybe it ain't even been two years since it first even you know came out and him being well i mean the allegations though of him no allegations about bill cosby's sexual misconduct have been circulating for years for years. Maybe I've been on um, the rock then because I the, until recently had never heard of anything of him. It was the charges, you know, charges weren't brought up until recently. Uh, I think a it was few years ago. 14, Four, 14. When it actually, like, that one, well, I don't want to say it, one lady came <laughs> forward and said that something had happened. And since then, they just started coming out the woodwork. And then like. somebody, since there were so many, a lawyer took on a case for a bunch of the women, represented a bunch of the women. And that's, I guess, how everything came yeah. about. I don't know if they have any civil suits on them as well to try to get some money out of them. But uh, I mean, it is a, a certain type of a bias in a way. And I don't think it's unfair. I was like I said, I felt like it was crazy. That's all he got because of how many cases and the stuff were against right, brought against right. him. But I, I don't know if statute of limitations causes or if, if the fact that he's rich and famous has anything to do with it. Um, I never really understood the sentencing system in our judicial system anyway, right. where how can you get four life sentences? Yeah. So he's he's gonna be in, in jail for the next four or three lifetimes to come after he dies this time. Like that don't make no sense to me. Yeah, that don't make no time. Unless they know something we don't know. But basically okay. Yeah. But basically so. what they saying is Bill, you finna die in prison. Ultimately, like we, we you finna die in prison. Because so given his death sentence, given know? his state of health and just just there, right there. Not even just his age, because there's, you know, people out here 100 years old thriving. 
but just given his state of health in itself right there. And like I said, I mean, I guess on one hand, it's like, so, you know, people can say, well, so, you know, at the end of the day, you weren't thinking about that when you were, you know, sexually abusing women. So you should get whatever you deserve. And I get that. I just feel like, I don't know, it might be biased. I just feel like it was the 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 to 10 part is the harsher side of it. <laughs> it is a little, it is Three, biased though. Yeah. It is biased. The I judge mean, said. It, it is. It, if it was I only a, say oh. it's biased because there's so many other men of non-color who are in his same position with yeah. the same type of allegations. Yeah. And nothing, it seems, it to us at least, you know, we only see what media portrays, but from what it looks like, nothing's being done with these. You got Harvey Weinstein out here who's still, you I got mean, the president of our United States who's still, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and y'all, that's what I mean when I say they were swift in his, this, in his, in his sentencing and everything. They were just swift with the whole process, period, it felt like. And so I don't and know. It's, Go ahead. It's like, and I would love to kind of interview some of the victims mm-hmm. and ask them how they feel about the sentence. Um, do you think, are you happy about that? Or do you think he deserves more or, or what? Um, one thing I did, uh, I read on Twitter, Amber Rose, she that. made a statement and she said she hoped he does the whole 10 years and he lives through it and the day he gets out he drops the it she don't want him to die she she wants him to do the entire 10 years and then the day he walks out of that jail out of that 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 system she wants him to drop dead that's what she said and she I didn't did even see it that verbatim. What I saw her basically say, I want him to do the full 10 years and then die after his 10, basically. After 10 years. I didn't know, die damn. As soon as he walk out, I'm free. Out. <laughs> yeah, know. she just wants him wow. to die, drop I, dead. I really feel like he or she has, uh, Amber Rose has probably had a history with being sexually assaulted and being or being in situations because of how she looks, the industry. I, you know that she was in that I've seen just from her being with Kanye and stuff. She's that's probably where her whole woman empowerment through the slut walk thing comes from because sometimes women are forced into sexual circum uh, men too, but like women are forced into sexual circumstances so early that they then become really sexual people and they're looked at as you know being hoes and shit but low key deep like you don't you don't know how young they were when they were exposed to that and maybe that's how they show love type shit so for her to say something so strongly you know against bill yeah that was very strong that's something personal within her life that people don't take into account like a Mm -hmm. lot of people like that that goes in big when it comes to how women express their themselves and their sexuality and shit yeah, it really does that because that that was a very strong. Yeah, it's like she took that personal. She very strong statement, as if like, like I'm like, damn, did he touch you? Right. I mean, it's not like up? she's fucking Mother Teresa and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like for her to say something so so strong, like you said, like, oh, okay, so tell us how you really feel, Amber. Yeah. I mean, so I gotta, I do have a question. Um, you know, with 
Bill Cosby's case and how it unfolded and the outcome. What do you guys think about the Me Too movement and how it's how more women are now speaking up and speaking on how they've been molested or raped or like, how do you guys feel about that? I don't really honestly know how to feel because for one, I've never been in a position where I feel that I've been taken advantage of sexually. Um, You know, I I can't necessarily relate to stories of being younger and, uh, you know, an uncle or anybody in general, you know, touching me inappropriately or even in my adult life. Um, where I didn't say no and, you know, or where, like I said, I was overtaken. So I want to be sensitive to anyone who's ever been in that situation because I can only imagine it. At times, it seems like a trend, like women, and I, I would pray that they weren't, you know, no woman would ever holler that just for attention, you know, or whatever ulterior motive, because that's very serious. But on one hand, I feel like at times it's a trend because it does seem to be like a lot of women are just coming out of nowhere saying, oh, so-and-so did this and so-and-so did that. And so and some of the things that we heard, like the Morgan Freeman, like that was just complete bull. Like, hey, bitch, what did you just yeah, come from like, speaking girl, on God like that? Yeah, so it's like you see stuff like that. But then you see there is, I mean, just honestly, just from my own research, you know, there is a lot of perversion in Hollywood for sure. You know, male and female. Definitely. There's a lot of things going on that the media will never show us that we don't see. And there's a lot of inappropriate touching and talking and conversation. And I'm pretty sure there's a lot of men who hold, you know, women's jobs over them or their careers over them. Like, well, Hey, I want you to do this. And if you don't, then I'm not going to give you this major lead in this, you know, movie or whatever the case and some women may feel like, you know, they have to do what they have to do. Others, you know, may be afraid to speak on it because they don't know the reaction they're going to get, you know, when they do speak on it. Are, are people going to believe me? Are people going to shun me? I honestly don't know how to feel about it. Like, it sucks because there's a lot of perverted men out here, honestly. We know a lot of them. We know that guy at the gas station who won't take no for an answer. We know a lot of them, you know, but we know a lot of women who like to get attention and who will say that so, somebody raped them just so, you know, their daddy don't, you know, yeah, yeah, get mad. So it just, it's, it sucks. So Queen, how do you, how do you feel about it? Um, so I've had, I've had personal situations, you know, where I basically I've been a victim of sexual assault and so I can understand where, especially as a woman, you you would feel like people wouldn't believe you. Especially, like, who's going to really believe that Bill Cosby drugged you and raped you? Like, honestly. From, like, from the sounds believe, of it. Like, who's going to believe that shit? Like, from the sounds of it, when he, you know, did say, yeah, I used quite it sounded like he was saying it like they knew they was taking yeah, uh party that's drugs. He said it like well, that was the thing to do back then. And honestly, that was the thing to do back then. Like cocaine was recreational before it became and, crack. And I and I understand that. My thing is, okay. But even if it's okay. You know okay, what I'm there saying? There you go. There you it, go. It doesn't make it okay. Right. And and I feel like sometimes 
like we can go we can, there's there's extremes right so there's with Morgan Freeman like if if he was called being having a sexual assault or whatever such harassment situation because he called somebody honey you know what i'm saying or or baby girl or something like that and it wasn't like anything further than that or any more inappropriate that could have been a very sensitive woman or a woman trying to take advantage of a situation but right. then when there's men who shit it don't even it's not even women terry cruz was right in front of his wife Hollywood, like that's some, and I would never grab Terry Crews by the balls. Like, and I'm a woman, I do not have the balls to grab Terry Crews by the balls. Period. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a blurred line, I think, at times when it comes to what sexual harassment, assault, or whatever. But I think it's good that women feel more empowered to speak on the things that have happened to them. I hope it encourages women to speak and get things taken care of as soon as it happens. So you can get a rape kit done. You could like, you can press charges. You can get counseling, all the stuff that needs to happen. So it, so it doesn't happen to anybody else after you, you know, but I think what it really needs to boil down to is that we need to take a look at Hollywood and, and not just Hollywood, but men in power and what they think that they can get away with because of the power that they hold, especially when it comes to the women that they interact with. Because like Jazzy said, President of the United States be grabbing women by the pussy, right? Right. So, so okay, let's go after Bill, but let's go after... Glamour just posted three days ago a list of all the powerful men who have sexual assault cases after them. So let's investigate all of them. Jamie Foxx is on there. I saw. I don't know if it's true. Maybe he was doing some shit. But men in power and women in power let that shit go to their head and they abuse it. And that's what why in my head I'm like I can see that. Like when you said Jamie Foxx is on that list, there was no shocker there. I could man, it's it's wild. Like I said, I'll I'll be on YouTube and I'll be watching shit. We was literally I'm surprised Tyrese wasn't on that motherfucker. (laughs) Apparently Raz B was getting fucked on by his manager. Yeah, by Chris. Chris Yeah, I knew about that. Yeah. But like but we just now actually like Okay. Wow. But why? That, I knew that, that. That's a part of the industry, though. Like all so, of them, a lot of them. Like so, how? So it's okay for black men to go through this type of shit. And like he said, it's like that movie. What's the name of that movie where that boy got the the the? Where that boy was in that position with a dude that he was cool with. Mm-hmm. Moonlight was it? Moonlight. Yeah, moonlight. Like there's all these moonlight situations happening in the rap industry, and our black men have to be molested and 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 humped on under the scenes for them to be stars have you seen moonlight i haven't seen moonlight i was like so he wasn't molested though so he wasn't raped or molested though i don't know what all i know is that they said that he was in a homosexual situation and that took advantage of him because (sighs) of his his age or whatever and he didn't have nobody to look up to but First the- of all, that it wasn't the dude. They went to the same fucking school, high school together. First and foremost, they were not too far apart in age, if not the same age. And yeah, nobody looked out for him except for that dude. And he 
he became his friend. He looked, he protected him, like, because dude used to get picked on and we would have to get uh, hide and take certain ways home so he wouldn't get jumped on and get his shoes stolen that his mom broke her back for, like, shit like that. Like, <laughs> and so this dude, like, he was a little, he was a little dope dealer, you know what I mean? Like, and so he had pool like that. And <sighs> he wasn't molested or raped, though. I mean, but when you said it's the, well, the way the man, like, because yeah, I look out for you. I've been looking out for you, so maybe you owe me this. Like, like and it happens to even women. Like, <clears throat> when it comes to, it could be like you said, dating someone the same age or dating someone older. That mind game where it's like you know, when as kids, my mom always taught me, don't let no boy tell you be. Oh well, if you love me, you will do whatever. Woo woo, you'll have sex with me, or you'll do woo woo. Nigga, I don't love you that much. Like, I'm not ready. That's not something, or I'm whatever the case, I'm not willing to, like, no, nah, I'm cool. And that right. that's kind of what, <clears throat> it's like, do we need to, for one, we need to look at the people, like she said, in power, who are playing the mind games. But we also need to, I guess, teach the people that it's okay to say no. Like, and if you got to sacrifice whatever, I mean, you gonna have to get it a different way. Because I'm sorry, like, there's just nothing that's going to make me being a, a compromising situation that I'm not comfortable with for whatever it is, whatever dollar amount, whatever the case, period. And I'm cool. You know, I've always had a strong mind and been able to say no if I'm not into that. Like, no, nah, I'm cool. I sit that, I'll sit that out. I'll, I'll try to go another route. You're not about to fuck me in the ass. What? <laughs> like, yeah. as a dude, like, nigga, what? Like, bro, the fight, bro. Like, the fuck? You just say to me, if I want to get this platinum plaque or if I want to be a star, I got to do what? Suck your dick. Nigga, Buddha. The fuck? Yeah. Like, and you'll be amazed, 35. though. You'll be amazed, though, like um, like Queen said, like you guys said, like how frequent that goes on in the rap industry, like between males, though, you know, like. Oh, you want yeah. that deal? You know, nigga, suck my dick type shit. Like, that shit nigga, be going n- on. Nigga, that, that's gay. Right, <laughs> Riley boys. Like, nigga, yeah. Gay, nigga, like, that would have been me as, like, a little Bow Wow type nigga. Like, and you know, I'm nothing against gay. homosexuals because there's a difference between you being gay and being a homosexual and that being your identity and you being on the on the down low. And down you low, yeah. You like, yeah but that's, you out a whole, here, that's perversion. You nigga, out right? here like, I'm, I get bitches and this and all that. You got a whole family and yep. you out here fucking your little boy band. Like, like what? Uh, yeah, dog. It, like, that happens. That happened. I'm bad for B2K now. Bump, bump, bump. That's what they was talking about. Oh that's my so gosh, <laughs> she said that's what they was talking about. That's so sad. Uh, now, now I'm getting like fucked up, like feelings about these songs. Like when it's R. Kelly, and all of a sudden I was like, "This is dirty." I need a shower. Let me see. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, that, that I, I knew about that. I mean, so going forth, though, um, I would like to say that if she does not verbally say yes, or if he does not verbally say yes, it means no. N-O. No. No, motherfucker. No, bitch. Like, however you got to, like, understand it. 
you know, because sometimes you know how you ever been in a situation where you talking to somebody and they seem like they're not getting it. So then you start talking to them like, listen here, yes. take the motherfucking goddamn piece of bitch. You know, you got to start talking to them rough. Like, yes. bitch, like, take you know, that shit. Damn, what's, what's the problem? problem? What do you like, mean? what's the problem? You know, yeah. The point is the problem. Shit. No. Like, shit. <laughs> no. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Like, so that is what everybody should keep in mind because you know, it's, it's a crazy, crazy world out here. And for me now to just be like, even if they were to play the Cosby show, I would skip past that shit, bro. I don't even, I can't, like, I can't, you can't I can't watch, watch it, it no anymore. more. Cause now I, I can't watch it. Like when I watch it, when I, watch I can't it, watch it. I can't watch it anymore because I know that that Cliff Hug man, Cliff, I know who you I don't really even got are. cable no more. So it's not even a problem. It don't, don't even come I think they've watch. completely like what not even bounce play that shit no more, dog. Damn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you got rejected from bounce. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, like I don't even think they the play that highest shit no rated more. show. <laughs> man, it's a rap, dog. It's a rap. Like, yeah, he he's been cut. Damn, that shit's yeah. highly unfortunate. And <sighs> He was like oh, well. growing up, man. We in the black you know. community nominate Bill Cosby. We'll take Justin Timberlake. No. <laughs> uh, I'll take and then shit. And then our you know the shit the other our other TV dad, R.I.P. Uncle Phil, you know what I mean? Like yeah. we can't have nobody, right? <laughs> we still got nobody. the family matters, Dad. You know what? He was a good dad. Carl. Yeah, Carl, Carl was Winslow. Carl was so corny the family so, matters was so corny but at least he was a corny dad who was in the house i mean <laughs> watch some watch life. some shit come up about him now yeah. don't say that i heard he was gay but we petty 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 as fuck i told you we not oh my get gosh it. why does that matter <laughs> You're so childish. <laughs> but what we're going to go ahead and do is we're going to go ahead and wrap up this segment and move on to the next. Uh, y'all go ahead, like I said, like, share, subscribe, blase, blase, follow us on Facebook, hit that inbox with those legit or not shit stories. We need some stories to tell. I got a couple, but I, I, I want some more. I want some more. Uh, let us, let us break, you know, y'all not shit or legit ass <laughs> folks in y'all lives. You know what I mean? You know Don't get your no so, feelings hurt, though. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not at all, not at all, because we're going to keep it all the way funky. We're going to keep it anonymous, but we're going to keep it 100. Okay. Super 100. So y'all go ahead, roll up another one, pull your little cup, do what you need to do. We're going to go ahead and get into the next segment, y'all. Get it. So when I'm from the verbs, 
bitching make my money cause I'm dollar ill. Ring a physician. Y'all ignore me, sooner than my parasites. If I have haters, it just means I have a scallop fight. I pound you in the paint, best call I have to pop. Y'all some ice side, y'all hickory dickory doc. Rock around the clock, man, like hard hat. Pack a couple of fire, I'm host of hard breath. I flow like 90s gold, that ain't nothing new. Rules everything around me. Old myth, but I'm rapping like I'm the man and not a prick. With the right hook and some lime glue, I, I can do anything better than you. Yeah. Jazzy, who what was the name of Buddy again? That <laughs> is called "Better Than You" by Backronym. Backronym, yeah, like acronym. <laughs> Backronym. Backronym. I can do anything um, better than you. And you know what? Anybody should have that mentality, you know, boy or girl. But um, going into this segment, I wanted to talk about a Facebook post. 
that Jazzy J herself shared. And um, we'll bring it up real quick. It was interesting because I'm like, the responses, the responses, I tell you, <laughs> were, they were something else. Yeah, something else. <laughs> Politically correct. It, well, it was just like, well. Yes, they were very politically correct. Thank you. They politically correct. Politically That's correct. A, all right, so <clears throat> there was a post that went viral, and it read, clearly I'm far from homophobic, but I'm never letting my son play in girl, girly shit. No, you can't wear dresses. No, you can't paint your nails. That's for girls. That's what girls do. You are a little boy. I'm not letting you 2018 free spirit weird ass people convince me to corrupt my son. Y'all letting them engage in that confused shit. That's where you as a parent correct their behavior and let them know what's right and what's wrong. When they grow up, they can make their own decisions and live how they want to. But no boy of mine will ever grow up thinking it's okay to do girly shit, period. Don't try to argue with me because I'm a black you. I don't give a fuck about your opinion. I said what I said about mine. Well, I said what I said. I, yeah. <laughs> like, and there, there, there are a few people who responded on your post, Jazz, that because you agreed wholeheartedly, 100% with yeah, the post. I do. And um, people are on there, you know, saying that is homophobic. And it's going <laughs> to, what, what's the one? It was funny as shit. I was gagging. There was one Said that you was doing your child. And, all the purses. All the purses. Yes. I was doing him a great disservice by not allowing him, I guess, basically to indulge in. Just, I guess, not allowing him to be a free enough spirit, ultimately. Right. Is how I think. Right. <laughs> um, I just want to start off. The reason why I said, you know, um, in the intro, I didn't comment because the first thing that came to my mind was shit. Well, hell, when I was a little girl, I wasn't getting my nails painted. Um, I wasn't wearing, you know, lip glosses and lip you know, colorful lip glosses and lipstick. I had chapstick. And that was simply because uh, that's what older women did. And my mom didn't, she, what you need that, what you, what would you need that on your nails for? You know, you're a little girl. You don't need nobody looking at you. You know, I'm like, oh, okay. You know, like, so I grew up like shit, hell, even if I have girls, I'm not going to have my five-year-old girl walking around here with her nail polished and pink lip gloss popping mm -hmm. and too short for me shorts. Like I, my mom always wanted me to wear dresses, but she wanted me to wear the dresses she picked out, you know? Right. <laughs> and I'm like, no, you know, I didn't rock with that. So I grew up, you know, like a tomboy, you know, I played basketball, ran track. Um, so I wasn't, I guess after time went on, I wasn't really into all the extra shit like that. Now, granted, like I would go to the nail salon with my mom. I think I was like eight the first time she let me get my nails painted. Um, and I had all kinds of Barbie dolls. I love playing with my dolls. I had cabbage patch. I had twin cabbage patch dolls. Them was my babies. And I had 
any type of Barbie and dollhouse you could think of. Like, that was it. And my mom bought me all kinds of black Barbies and shit like that. I ain't have white Barbie dolls. So that's how I grew up. I grew up playing with girly stuff. And my brother had his guy toys. He had his trucks and action figures and his science kits. And he would burn my dolls, melt melt their heads with magnifying glasses outside. Like, he would... Brothers is so... (laughs) My brother burned my dog with an iron one day, burnt their face. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I do want to read this post because people are really saying that it's homophobic to <laughs> raise your, your your son otherwise. Um, this is coming from a black homosexual male that we went to school with. Really cool guy. Um, he said, first off, I want to say I love you all. Now the real shit. Jazz, I agree with you. Growing up, I had my toys, my bikes, my truck, my Power Rangers, and my sister had her dolls and lipsticks and all shades of all shades. And she had her Polly Pockets. Not once did I ever desire to wear a a dress or play with her dolls, except when I was popping their heads off. Laugh out loud, but I'm gay or what people call me is a bro gay. If I had a son, he wouldn't be playing with dresses either he will be putting on his Batman suit. People get gays confused with gender, gender specific sometimes. And that's two different things. Because yes, I'm gay, but I'm proud to be a man. And I, I, like, I couldn't do nothing but just be like, thank you. You know what I'm saying? When he left that comment, I was like, there's definitely well, no need for me. The <laughs> yeah, there's definitely no need for me to comment or say anything because, I mean shit that like you said there goes the dynamite i didn't even i thought i'd been like the heart of the damn thing Mm -hmm. but (laughs) i mean because i'm just like how is it homophobic to raise a man by telling him you know like why would i want my five-year-old son walking around with a person his nails painted same thing with my daughter you know my mom didn't want men any type of little boys nobody looking at me in any type of sexual way and I guess that was her way of trying to protect it and see when these girls who you know even in my eyes all they all their life they've grown up with they lip gloss popping their nails painted when they get older that's going to be a necessity especially the world we live in today now I like to get my I love to get my acrylics with my gel paint well, I gotta, I gotta come in a little bit and intervene on that, cause I mean, I have a son and a daughter, and I have a four. My daughter is four years old, and I definitely paint her nails. Like I'm not saying I paint her nails every day or make sure that they stay polished and all that, but every now and then, yeah, you know, she'll ask me, she'll see me doing my nails, and she'll ask me, mommy, you know, I want my nails. Can you paint my nails? You know, can you do my toenails pretty? I want them sparkly, and yeah, let's sit down and I'll paint her toenails, and um. By no means, you know, do I intend for her to be high maintenance or, you know, too grown or anything like that because she acts like a four-year-old. Now, I do know some four-year-olds who act like 14-year-olds as well, like you said. But I think to each his own when it comes to that. Like, the I guess it's a way of how you go, raised, yeah. go behind it because, like, another person comment, comment, you're not homophobic by raising your son be like hey you know you can't wear that purse now it's homophobic if you be like don't wear that purse that's what faggots do right you know it's about if you're instilling if you're teaching them hate behind 
why, you know, then yeah. It's all about how you go about things. And but me personally, like I have nothing but boys. And I shit, if you follow me on Snapchat or whatever, Instagram, Facebook, you'll see that hell, I've had my boys in the kitchen helping me cook. You know, so I see where people are coming from, like, oh, because people swear up and down cooking is a female thing. Like, no, That's not the at part all. That I hate when people not at all. Don't you come know? to me with that argument about I hate that with the I've seen a lot of people and I saw someone repost that and the comments were saying stuff like, oh, since when did you know? So you don't want your son to know how to cook and have hygiene. That's not what we're saying. We're not. Saying and she didn't say that on the post. To, yeah, no, yeah, she, this was a shared <laughs> post that they said. Thank well, you. I'm talking about even on the one we're talking about. She didn't say there was nothing wrong with boys cooking. She's saying she didn't want her boys wearing purses and getting their nails painted and having their ears pierced and wearing dresses and, and stuff like it. that. Beca- and for what? Because you're a boy. That's not exactly. Like, I'm oh, like, you're going to grow up to be gay because you're playing with the purse no son son boys don't wear dresses that's for your sister i have a boy and a girl and my son is the youngest so he does everything he sees his sister do so i have to redirect him a lot so that's why i wholeheartedly agree with that because it's no it's not me trying to protect you from being homosexual whatever you grow up to be i'm gonna still love you you my son but at the end of the day, I'm not going to go buy matching dresses or matching skirts for my son and daughter. They'll have a matching outfit on, but she'll have on a dress and he'll have on pants or shorts or slacks or whatever the case. He's not going to be walking around with matching purses with her for Christmas. His nails painted pink. No. And you you know, feel how you want to feel. At the end of the day, we all raise our children how we feel fit. And I feel like at the end of the day, like our viewer said, like Chris said, I'm raising my son to be a man. Not a right. fact of a gay or straight man. I'm raising you to be a man. Whatever your sexual preference is, I don't have nothing to do with that, baby. But I'm ra- I, at the end of the day, I'm raising you to be a man, and I'm raising my daughter to be a woman, and y'all are going to act as such. And if that's homophobic, then I'll take that, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to sleep at night because, like a baby. And, you know, like I was saying, you know, like I showed them, you know, how to cook a little, you know, a little soup with me, like, we make some homemade pizza rolls. Oh, y'all in here spreading sauce, spreading cheese, and we gonna roll this dough and we finna get this going. Like, I, and one thing, the whole baby doll thing. No, I'm not buying my son a baby doll. But if I seen him with a baby doll, like caring for it, it, as it, <laughs> nurturing it as if it was his child, like him pretending he was changing the diaper or giving it a bottle. I wouldn't, you know, hey, I wouldn't, I would be fine with that because that hell, don't that don't bother me. And to sleep. All right, well, let's put her to sleep and let's go eat some lunch. Right. Baby. And like when I had my baby, you know, my youngest, my middle child would always, you know, can I hold the bottle and blah, blah, blah. So it, that's natural. I feel like, you know, that's a man. Men know how to, nur- you know, they have a nurturing sense, a little one in there. You know, especially when they're young. So I'm not going to do anything to snatch that from them, you know. So, I mean, but besides that, like, bruh, no, my son, I'm not buying my son no dress. He's not getting his nails painted. And none of that. And there's and a if difference you, between, like, that because, you know, some people argue, like, because I have a daughter, you know, girls can play with boy toys in a way that isn't as frowned upon as boys playing with girl toys but at the same time 
um, you know, especially in the black community, uh, it's we need strong we need strong black men and and in a, in a community where strong black role models men male role models are lacking and women have to fit both roles in a lot of situations and try to show a man how to be a man while you know being a woman like a lot of our our little boys are around a lot of women naturally so you don't want them to pick up feminine traits because they're around Women, not saying that is wrong, because men are supposed to be nurturing. Let's not get that wrong. Healthy men can be a man, be masculine, and be nurturing, and cook, and clean, and and be fully functional, as you know what I'm saying, without him having to be homosexual or bisexual or whatever sexual people labels want to put on it. You know what I'm saying? But, you know... We're living in a society, though, at the same time where some people don't even want to say when a baby is born, it's a boy or a girl. So we oh have my to look goodness, at the I saw times that. that we're living in and the people who are trying to and getting upset about these types of situations. Like, we have wars going on. We got politicians misusing our money. Let's not get caught up in, in little ways that people want to raise their children you do you. Don't do harm to me. You know what I'm saying? Don't be hurting other people. And we go about our business. But at the end of the day, you know, our kids are going to be who our kids are going to be. Yes, environment plays a part. And and whether or not people go through things plays a part in certain situations. But at the end of the day, they're going to know when they get to a certain age who they want to be. Now we just have to be there to listen, you know, or and recognize, and, you know, and, before and they can't that. even speak on it, just but, be there to know, recognize things. And, yeah, it's, got <laughs> like you said, exactly. In a time like now, when it's always been like agenda number one to demasculate the black man since before we were born, I feel like it's imperative that if you have a black son, that you teach him to be a strong black man. It's not about your sexuality at the end of the day. Cause you can be homosexual, whatever you want to be straight and still be a strong man at the same and time. And there's a lot of weak straight men. Yes. The, the, a lot. The, the sexuality ain't got nothing to I do, do with, it. with the will and the character. You know what I'm saying? And the strength of a man or a person, period. That's not what it has to do with. But we have it messed up in our minds because of the way that society likes to twist and things people's the masses views we don't yeah. we know what we talking about but that we got that got shit twisted you know because they're easily you know misled by that type of stuff that that has nothing to do with it but we have to be able to understand that children are supposed to be led you know what i'm saying guided that's that's how that's the guidance to be in our care you know what i'm saying and we just need to teach them that way that's that's you know what i'm saying it doesn't have to be a certain exact way but just that you can't not prepare them for the world 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't sit there and tell them, oh, you're not a boy or a girl. You can do whatever you, you want. You just are. Like, you know when they get in the room, right. You are what you say you are. Right. Like, no. Like, well, I'm an elephant person because my dad said I'm not a boy or, or a girl. girl. So I wear this trunk and I don't want to do my homework. Yeah. And that's basically. That's how they are now. White people ass <laughs> shit. <laughs> Basically, that's how, that's how, that's how kids are shit becoming though. Free will. Basically, free will my ass. No, and I'm gonna free free will your ass over just here. Put up your ass, love. shit. And say, like some people are, well, that's just how you were conditioned to be raised, and I'm going to. It did damage to me, and I'm going to let my children. Well, you know, you do that, and y'all do that over there happily in y'all home, but over here. We don't do that, so don't expect to come over here and have all that free will shit. Cause I'm a free will your kid right in that free will corner. Free like if yeah, what you better get your ass. <laughs> we don't do that here, honey. No, get your ass. No, <laughs> on the on the. I mean, I will say on the other hand. I mean, I don't. I'm not here to judge. You know what I'm saying? All I'm saying is, my, I'm not. I ha- I have nothing but sons and they have um a father figure they've had a father figure all their lives so and he's a very masculine man man so they if environment has a lot to do with everything of course they look up to their dad so yeah I don't they've never I don't see them coming to me like I want to put on a dress because they don't see their dad doing that and if one of them are like you know to be like that it wouldn't come out until they're older type shit and that's when you know you've grown you know I love you be who you are at that point you know what I'm saying I did what I had to do we did what we had to do raise three young men and now that you're older you want to be this free spirit and do what you want to do hell go about it I wouldn't be against it whatsoever because I love you I'm still gonna love you but there, we have structure, a certain structure that I, we uphold, and I think every parent does. And like you said, you don't want to judge anyone, you know, it's just, but don't judge me either on my parenting techniques, right? Either, you know, just because they're different from yours, you know, I might be a little more traditional than you, and that's okay, right? We need a little bit more I tradition think, back, and we, still, hell, we need a lot of it, <laughs> yeah. Because, boy, I tell you, He's today's times. <laughs> I'll be seeing some of these kids around here. Like, they need guidance in a lot of ways. Just in general, like, speaking of environments, the environment that we even live in now, you know, I'll be at the store, at the corner store, just at the Dollar General, and hear some of the conversations of these children. And I have to turn around. Like, first of all, watch your mouth, because I have a two- and a four-year-old right here. Second of all, watch your mouth, because... You're not even old enough to be speaking like that. You talking like me, and I'm 27 years old. Like, what do you know about that? I heard one kid talking about something. Oh, you know, you ain't grown. I'm grown or whatever. I uh, you you ain't grown. You still a virgin. I turn around. Yeah. You say spell it first of all. What's a virgin? <sighs> it's somebody if when you ain't had sex no more. You don't even need to be having this conversation. Y'all all of maybe what 12. Go read a book or something. Why are y'all even in Dollar General's, you know, line talking? I'm like, what? Yeah, to read a book. Like, yeah, serious. Go read a book. Because what? Yeah. Why are y'all even Go do your homework. Virgins? Like, like, you should all be virgins. What? How old are you? 12. 
And it shows you the environment that these children are being raised in. And we have to, as a community, do better. Because we, what? We really do. We ain't, I, what? I don't recall. I'm sorry, at that age, having Hell those kind no. of conversations in line. I wasn't even allowed to store by myself. By myself, age, exactly. So. <laughs> I was going to say, I wasn't even at right the store by my damn self. <laughs> wow, girl. Okay. All we can do is just pray. That's all I Oh, do. don't say that. Hey, <laughs> that's. Hey, that's. Look, all we can just do is pray. I didn't say that. I didn't pray to who. When he comes back. But pray to who you at, who it is every you pray. I said, just pray. I say who you, who to pray to. Just pray Man, shit. I just be, I just be trying to tell them like, you know, they queens and kings and like, you know, they should the princesses and princesses, princes. I just be trying to tell them, you know, like what they are, especially you know our young black children. I be trying to t- put them on game because obviously they don't know no better. Wherever they around, they you know they don't know no better, and that's. That's not they fault, but that is sad. You know what I'm saying? I heard this little like eight year old boy out here saying something about my motherfucking time. Yes. I said, they, and bitch, they what were... about your motherfucking time? I was so like, like your time. What? Like, every time I see him, I should watch your mouth. Somebody was wasting his motherfucking time or something. He oh. like he a little boy, like little, like like I'm saying, like. Six, seven, eight, like talking about somebody wasting his motherfucking time, and I was like, I looked around like a gag, like, oh my god, like who is this? Who is this child, and who and where is this parent? Like, <laughs> that'd be the first wow. question. Where is your parent? Not with he was crossing the street. It was crazy. Wow. I, I want to preserve my kids' innocence as much as possible, but I know I can't. Uh, well, we got to do what we got to do to protect them, and then you know. The world is the world is fly, yes. fly, little bird. Right. Be free. And then they fall off the nest. I'll be right there. <laughs> <up>. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I got you. Come on. <laughs> I know what's gonna happen. I know it was too early. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be me. I knew it was too early. Just come on. I got you. My bad. I shouldn't even throw you off. All right, there. well, we, uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap this segment up and move on to the next one. Uh, again, if you haven't, I know y'all going to get sick of me saying it, but I'm going to instill it in y'all. Like, share, and subscribe to Blase Blase. Make sure you follow that Facebook page. Stay tuned. Yes, sir.
Yo, girls, girls. <laughs> so, uh, what's going on, y'all? So, this segment here, um, I'm gonna let Queen go ahead, actually, because man, <laughs> she she's the she's the feminist of of the crew. So, uh, first off, I just want to say that was uh, Run the World uh, by Beyonce, Queen B. From one queen to another, thank you. We definitely needed that because, um, I mean, they say that this is a man's world, but at the end of the day. It would be nothing. <laughs> but it's nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Without a woman. Basically, this segment um, is dedicated to all the women out there, but the women in uh, the sports industry in general, because, I mean, I was just looking at some statistics, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lead into, into basketball, but just to see the numbers between the men in the sports and the women, it's like ridiculous. I mean, golf, tennis, soccer. I mean, but the really the the most uh, the biggest gap between the pay wages is is with the basketball and the WNBA and the NBA, where the average NBA salary is four point five million, 
with Kobe Bryant making $23.5 million. That's the top earners between 2014 and 15. And then the maximum salary for 2013 for the WNBA was 107000 That's 1.6% of the male salary. That percentage, like... To play the same damn sport. That percentage, like, hit me in my heart. Like, as a woman. So, so here's the argument. The argument is the WNBA, the organization itself, doesn't generate enough funds. So how are they to pay the athletes more when they don't make enough money to do that? So why? what's up with the marketing difference between the NBA and the WNBA? Because I just feel like they don't make it seem like it's a big deal anyway. But if right. people paid attention to the sports, like, I don't look, and I don't watch the WNBA, but granted, I don't watch the NBA unless it's the finals and I'm over at somebody's house and it's on because I, I like sports, but I don't, you know, I don't watch, I don't watch cable and shit like that. And I don't keep up with it like that. But yeah, I'm you like usually have guy. to have, you have to have shit, cable with a, a good ass sports package right. to catch and the I WNBA think. games because they only come on a few channels. I know one of the major differences is the NBA has more contracts with, you know, TV channel companies. And probably major so, corporations too. And yeah, like they have like whole contracts with Comcast itself. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. And so, I mean, you like you can always when there's an NBA game on, there's always multiple channels with multiple different games playing during the season. And another thing is the WNBA doesn't play as many games as the NBA. You know, the NBA plays 82 games a season versus the WNBA, I think, is like 47, 52 or something like that. So <clears throat> there's a lot of things going against the WNBA when it comes to their salaries. And so then they're like, oh, well, then they can just get endorsements. Well, then it, it's harder for women to get endorsements because they can't dunk. You know what I'm saying? And shit like that. But one thing I, I stick to, because, you know, I play basketball. That was my first love. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to the WNBA, you're going to watch some good fundamental basketball. Them girls be playing their fucking heart out. And they do it well. You don't got all that carrying and traveling and double dribble going on. Mm -hmm. You have these women out here with these outstanding basketball IQs and who know how to fundamentally play the game and execute it. And versus the NBA where it's like, damn, on this fast break, somebody about to get shitted on. I can't wait. It's so, it's just more about entertainment. And in today's world, shit, entertainment, that's the money. That's the ticket right there. But to be honest, I mean, for myself personally, the NBA is getting less exciting by the year. I swear. As well, though. Like, 
Yeah, college ball has been. For one, it's Same becoming predictable. <laughs> like you said, you know, if somebody take off on a fast break, they're going to go dunk. And it's not going to be no, like, outstanding Vince Carter elbow in the rim type shit. Like, niggas is going to yam. And, but, I, mean, I mean, granted, though, hold on. Niggas is still getting shit in. I'm not saying that. <laughs> Don't I'm not saying that, but for myself, it gets less exciting by the year. For one, even maybe from an official standpoint, you know, you know they can't play basketball like they mm-hmm. were able to play basketball when we were growing up as well. So right. you know, it makes it less exciting for myself personally. I, I can agree with that. I don't know if it's the same. But see, that's the thing, like, with the WNBA, like, I, I feel bad because it's not like I watch it, you know what I'm saying? I It's just as a woman, I'm looking at the numbers alone, and I'm thinking, look, <clears throat> if they doing the same type of stuff that the dude's doing, and they got a period, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they still got lives outside of them. Maybe they Having babies. babies. You know yep. what I'm saying? And that type of stuff takes a toll and, and comes, you know, goes into account. And I'm not saying that they even complain about the shit. They probably don't. They probably eat that shit and, and, and work twice as hard because they have to work twice as hard to be recognized in that. And to get pay. that pay. Right. And to get that pay. And then for the pay to be. Oh, they're not uh, even hitting uh, a million dollars. Right. They, they're not even hitting half a million dollars on a good day, on their best season. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like... One thing I always say when this argument comes up, I'm like, you know what? I challenge the NBA to just at least considering raising their rim to 11 feet. Because these women are also out here playing on the same size rim. The only difference is, is the ball. And with that being said, I mean... Of course, men basketball is going to be exciting when everybody is damn near seven feet. The average height in the NBA is hell, six four, six five. So, I mean, give 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 the girls a fair chance. You know what I mean? Like either a make the NBA rim regulated rim eleven feet, or shit, bring the WNBA rim down to nine. What up? Then maybe more, maybe more, yeah, maybe more females gonna start getting shitted on. Then they all, you know, spotlight too, man, because I know the stuff that they doing is not like it's not trash, you know, because I, it's not fair. It's not fair. It's, 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 it's not about the equality. You know what I'm saying? They say it's it's about equity, not equality. So if if the WNBA doesn't have the type of money that the NBA has, but they have players who are putting in that type of work, then then they deserve to be put on the same playing field. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if they were put at the same level as the NBA players? I, I'm I'm sure the men would be threatened by that stuff, low key, because they don't want to feel like the women have any type of chance of, of stealing any type of a spotlight and 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 low-key I feel like that's that's unfair and and that just shows the type of old patriarch mindset that is at the at the frame of 
so much of our society still. And 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 when it comes to money, like you heard Beyonce, fuck you, pay me. Mm-hmm. Like right. what you mean? That's that's about money. I do. I definitely though, when it comes to, I mean, they do. They need more recognition. Uh, they're not going to get the salary that we expect them to get until there's more recognition until there's more fans filling these arenas because like I mean unless you watch the WNBA you don't know shit about the WNBA like do either one of y'all know who the last who's the champion defending champs right now like you know who last won the WNBA championship not at all but I think that comes down to like Queen said earlier that comes down to marketing and it's exposure and but see again though like you know if, if you're going to be a voice for it you know you got to know them type of thing exactly. you know like exactly. you got so uh and it was the seattle storm so it's like unless you watch and follow it you, you don't even necessarily have to watch every game like you can look up the stats if you don't catch the game and shit like that just follow it and shit like that like i get like little updates because i can't always catch the games because shit it might not be on the channels that i have available you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, fuck it. I just, you know, watch some highlights or I catch it. I stream it later or some shit like that. Or, you know, I get the little updates and I'm like, oh, okay, that's what's going cool, cool, cool. Because, you know, I do have a couple of favorite teams, you know. The year before that, the Lennox were the championship, uh, won the championship for the WNBA, the Minnesota Lennox. So, you know, like we got to, I guess – I don't know. It's like how that's the question though. Yeah, they need more exposure, but how? What if they're if Comcast won't give them the same type of contract? Not even the same. They won't even give them a contract, you know, to be able to even put more of their games on TV type shit. No. Who's gonna step out there and be that advocate for the WNBA? Like, all right. Like, yeah, they got sponsors and shit, but we need to get them on TV more so that they're seen so we can see them to, you know, like they to try to, you know, want to follow them and whatnot. Right. They they playoffs should come on ABC as well. Yeah. You know, I'll, at least. I'll be rarely catching WNBA games. Like, when I'll catch one, I'll watch it, but I'll rarely catch one. Like you said, there'll be an NBA game on every channel, and there'd be teams that I don't care to see at all. It'd be trash teams. Like, I don't want to see none of y'all. It'll be maybe a game or two on that I'll actually am interested in, but they're on every channel that's just about. Hell yeah, it's true. I mean, I will say this, though. I feel like at least, though, the average salary for the WNBA player should be a half a million. Like, motherfuckers is going to school and getting little degrees and coming out. That's settling, though, still. I feel like we... I feel like a a female deserves it. A woman deserves at least a million dollars. You got people like Lisa Leslie, you know, Boobs, uh, Candace, but like these women are real deal putting in work, like grinding out here, you know. But I'm saying it. even with the circumstances now, until they change, you know what I'm saying? That, yeah, a million dollars is definitely ideal, but ideal right now, like they should at least be getting half a million fucking dollars. Not a hundred you know? I mean, a hundred thousand. Shit, some of them that that's average. You got to keep in mind, like a lot of them sign on for shit, shit, nigga, like seventy thousand a year. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
You know what I'm saying? Like they signing on nigga for there's WNBA players that literally make 40, 50,000 a year. That's why a lot of women that are good at basketball after college, they'll go overseas because they can get they can get that double that overseas. They at least make 80, 100,000, you know, like signing on, you know what I mean? So it's rough. It's rough. It's rough. It's definitely a struggle to sit back and watch because I wish there was more I can do for the organization. Like, I wish I just had millions of dollars to be like, all right, we're about to put y'all on. I'm about to create my own motherfucking network, and we just going to push it on everybody. We, we It's going to be a commercial on every goddamn channel, every goddamn time these TV shows take a break, and we're going to have y'all out here, and everybody going to be like, damn, let's turn to this channel, and it's going to be nothing but WNBA games. You know what I mean? Like, just <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just wish there was something more I could do, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. there is. Like I said, I don't even know nothing. Like, that's why it's, it's – it, I'm just speaking off the strength of, you know, as a woman, because it's not just, you know, basketball. It's in all the different sports that that the men are making more money than the women and the, and they're doing the same type of stuff. Understandable that like in tennis, though, the women are making more money than the men because in tennis is like the women are are pushed forward more, you know, right. than the men are. So it's it's really just the thing about the which gender gets the most. Um, I exposure, guess, I guess. yeah, and exposure in in those uh, sports, but it's just crazy to think that you know people question whether or not when women say stuff if they have a right. When you can look at at numbers to show you that we don't get paid as much, and doesn't have to be sports. Is in general, we don't get paid as much, and we do do more work, and we have to show out because. Most of the things that we do, we're breaking into a man's arena. Yeah. Unless it's yeah. a woman's, you know, a woman's role or a, something that a woman does naturally or whatever they want to say. Like, we got to break into these fields and, and not even just be as good as them. We got to be better than them so that they give us the type of recognition that they would a man. You know what I'm saying? And so that's what's crazy about the situation needs to be addressed all facts God. all motherfucking facts what else needs well, to be addressed <laughs> well shit we, I was gonna go ahead and wrap this segment up you know what I mean cause we could sit here all night and talk about women empowerment shit and I don't <laughs> right right because shit you know I mean looking actually you know what looking it back you know into the whole because we talked about Serena and Osaka the last episode. Right. And it's just like, are they really trying to just, are they really trying to blackball Serena fam? You know what I mean? But I mean, I said like, that last I don't, episode that they tried. I don't, I don't, I just, they tried to make her seem like a sore loser. Yeah. And that definitely didn't, that, I don't think that was the case. Osaka actually was on Ellen and she said that wasn't the case. Um, she said that, you know immediately after the match and she's like actually before the match ended she told she congratulated her and told her good job and after the match you know she gave her a hug and whispered in her ear and was like you know don't listen to what these people are saying I'm not mad at you Hmm. and you played you played you played a damn good match they want to pick two 
black, you know, two people of color against each other. I felt like at the end of the day, um, like you said, to make Serena look like a sore loser, um, just because she had competition in general. And it's like, we can have two of them at the top. It only got to be one. We can have both of them at the top. They can both go down in history, you know? Serena already made her mark in history anyway. Man, so that more than so her and Venus. So I mean they can they can they can go have several seats for real, for real. Everybody can eat. <laughs> exactly. On my suit. Well yeah, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this segment up and uh go ahead and get on to this last segment. <laughs> So y'all go ahead and uh, stay tuned and we're going to get right back into it. The Lord, I'm not a broke nigga. I'm dope nigga. Change my name. I ain't like average Joe nigga. Up above on my above average. Whole nigga tight frame with a tight camera. Toe nigga. I got killers on the front line. You on the sideline. Follow the guidelines and you be in the skyline. Killers on the inside and on your blind side. Shoot you right between your motherfucking eyebrows. Ooh, kill him. Just that car to five, let me get him. I'm feeling like John Gotti Lennon, and you don't respect my mind and my sign and my emblem. You got money on your mind, and we aiming at your temple. Check me out, or just be quiet in the library, nigga. Or the fuck you dream, I'll be dying every winter. And as long as I'm alive, I'm a financial wizard. As long as I can make a dollar out of dime and a nickel, thank the Lord I'm not a broke nigga. I get money, I'm a hustler. So if you're buying what I'm selling you, customer, see, I can get it to you anywhere, anything, but it's point blank range when a pistol bang. I mix it up, I fix it up, and I switched it up. I locked down this end and got it twisted up. See, I'm a dog, but I look with my looks. They say you all what you smoke. I grew up around dope niggas. Dope niggas. I grew up around dope niggas. Yeah. I grew up around dope niggas and cold killers, and most niggas was both niggas, two sport niggas. I was no different from those niggas, but I was chose nigga. See those niggas, summer with me and these hoes, nigga. Mama was a go getter, a coach nigga. Taught me everything I know, nigga. A soul sister taught me how to be a goaltender. Support system for that bitch who play her role with you. And those children, I ain't lying, slime. All my niggas ballin'. It's a fucking team sport. I could change the world, but I done lost the remote. All my niggas ballin'. Ties for the B-hole. I could change the world. I'd rather change the beast mode. Coke sniffers and dope stickers. And most niggas is both, nigga. Explode, nigga. Pop a motherfucking cork, nigga. To those niggas. Cause life too fucking short, nigga. Get old, nigga. I ain't lying. Got a gold mirror just to see my goals clearer. Be a role player, role model, or you roll with them. They say you don't need to be with us. Stay on the road, nigga. That way I wouldn't come to the end of the road with them. Man, all my niggas targets. That's including me, ho. I could change the world. I'd rather change the people and definitions, cuz we're defined by legal roles. All your head is fuel and my needle broke. Lord, I ain't a broke nigga. I thank the Lord, I ain't a broke nigga. I thank the Lord, I ain't a broke nigga. I get money, I'm a hustler. So if you're buying what I'm selling, you a customer. See, I can get it to you anywhere, anything. But it's point blank range. I, when a broke, I mix it up, I fix it up, and I switched it up. 
I locked down this end and got it twisted up. See, I'm a dog, but I love with my folks. They say you are what you smoke. I grew up around dope niggas. Dope niggas. I grew up around dope niggas. Yo, so that was Dope Niggas off of the newly released Carter 5 by Lil Wayne. That's a Lil Wayne. Y'all listen to that Lil Wayne? That's how they sound. That's that new Lil Wayne Carter 5. You know what I mean? That shit was that was one of my top Five tracks on that on that album. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and give it, you know, my five star rating out of them five stars. I give it a strong three and a half, mm-hmm. and that's a like I I'm gonna say three point seven. Actually, that's what I give it. That's what I give the Carter Five. It was more than what I was expecting. I thought I was gonna get more skateboard grinding on your hoe truck fit the world I thought I was gonna get more of that and I didn't I actually got a a Carter five I got an album and like as a true Wayne fan I was he pleased me with that I was not upset with that album I'm not going to compare it to any of the other Carters because still hands down, Carter 2 is the dopest fucking Carter. I feel like it's unfair to compare him to himself then, to what he was now, you know, to what he is now. And one thing I really, really liked about the Carter 5 actually was to listen to Wayne get personal like that. Wayne got personal. This shit for you. You got to listen to the Carter Five. And for Wayne to have got personal, like he's, you know, usually he a personal, but this nigga got personal. And this nigga was talking about getting his heart broken, all kinds of shit. And I'm like, oh my God, little Wayne, man. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, damn. And he actually admitted to what he's always called an accident to him actually trying to kill himself. He admitted to trying to commit suicide. Mm. And it was just the whole album I was pleased with. Hmm. As a fan, I was pleased. I, hands up. You know, I can't, I mean, hopefully he goes on tour. I know he's going to come to Atlanta. I'm there. (laughs) I got to go. So that's, that's my take on the Carter Five. Like I said, you know, dope niggas. That that was a hit right there for me. You know, I like that. I, of course, Mona Lisa. I liked. Um, I, I I actually liked the song he did with Nicki Minaj. That motherfucking uh, um, Dark Side of the Moon. I like used to and let it all work out. Like off, like so far, like them all still. Like I'm instantly gonna listen to those and hit us. The, the my tracks right there. <laughs> Jazzy, why you say quiet? I'm literally over here waiting for her to chime in because because I seen her talking shit on Facebook about it. Like, oh, yes, what? Carter, yeah, it, it gave her 
Carter Four vibes, like rebirth. There ain't no rock on this. No. I was like, what? First of all, Re- first of all, vibes from this album. First of all, <laughs> when I will say, and it might there ain't no be- rock on there. Can I finish? Can I talk? <laughs> I will say, when I first listened to it, it was at like four or something in the morning. So the first thing I'll say is, <laughs> when his mom came on on the very first song, the very first track, and started crying, <laughs> that kind of blew me. Certainly, I was like, it's too early, bruh. <laughs> too early entirely. But I got mixed emotions about this album. Like, I have feelings everywhere about this album. Um, overall, I won't say it's a bad album at all, overall. Um, I think I'm just still stuck. I'm very biased. I'm still stuck in Carter Two, Day Wayne, you know, mixtape Wayne dedication era I I kind of wanted that I kind of wanted him to bring that Wayne back to us for the last time for the last album give us like a taste of that gutter Wayne again what you mean he got he got Mac Main on on the on the album with him I mean Manny Fresh I'm not on the album I'm not saying he didn't use the features that's not what I'm saying I mean in in his flow I guess is what I mean um I guess I kind of desperately kind of really wanted that flow from Wayne back and he's kind of he's kind of that Wayne is that era Wayne is gone he's in the you know the new era Wayne which is cool and everything but I miss the Wayne that you know Breezy that we used to get down to like that's the Wayne and that's what I'm saying like that's what I'm saying like you must have not been listening like now I will say I have only until today you know I had only I listened to the album that day I listened to it on the way to work and at work I listened to the whole album and then I didn't listen to it again. And I, cause like, I had mixed. Emotions. Like, did you not hear him on Dope Niggas? Like, that shit definitely take, took me back to high school. Like, nigga, like, what? The first, the first 16 he spit on that whole nigga. Talk, aim it at your temple. Nigga, what? What you mean? Like, come on. Like, that was, that we- Wheezy gave us some mature. Look, I'm 35 now, but I still put one. I got some hitters. I'll put one in your head if I need to still. I don't type know. shit I got like the shit we was banging to like but not even I wasn't even looking for just that like I said I was looking for the more like I got the personal shit from him like dope new gospel that was a a nice track yo like I'm like damn this nigga getting personal on here you know what I mean and then he got N- uh, Nivea on the track with him like okay and yeah, then this perfect stranger and then and then this perfect strangers like he got I, I like how like I said I didn't get the truck fit the world I'm a promethazine leaning sipping I, I, I was looking for that and that's what I didn't get and I was shocked and so I was like, damn, that's what's up. I feel like you've matured from the card of four. This is mature. You've matured. After waiting six years, I was expecting to get complete total trash, bruh. Because the shit he was trying to drop in between then, I guess trash. that's what I mean. For it was trash. Six years and his split with cash money and everything. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I guess I'll 
He spoke on that. He he raps about that no, no, on that's here. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying I expect him to speak on it. I'm saying, I guess for six years, how like you said, you anticipated maybe a truck fit Wayne. I thought he was gonna hit us on some. I thought he was gonna surprise us and come back on some Carter type shit, and I was gonna go nuts. My mind was gonna be blown out the water. I was gonna cry and be like, "He's back, Jesus, thank you." Like, and like I said, I'm not sure what you mean. Like, I'm not sure. Like, I'm not sure. Like, what you mean? Because there's no artist that. Okay, put it like this: any artist that was rapping back from 2000 hell, we'll call it 2000. Three to two thousand motherfucking in between two thousand eight. If they're still rapping now, they do not sound the same. Not even Snoop. Not even, not even Wiz. Not even nigga Ti. None of them. Nobody. But like, they still drop some shit that's consistent or hot that's relevant to their body of work. And I feel like Wayne executed that with the Carter Five. It was a good album, but I ultimately wasn't blown out of the water. I'm not saying it was like all the fire emojis and blown out my mind or nothing like that. It was definitely it was a, good a album. solid album. Yeah, like it was, it was definitely album. a solid album. It was and like motherfucker, like I, there was people hating on it before it had they had even listened to it. Like oh, that shit gonna be trash. And then it come out, oh, it's trash. And uh-huh. like it's killing me to see like people like oh, you don't have to like it because everybody else like it. No, there's legit people that sat up and listened to this motherfucking album and probably liked the album. You know what I'm saying? Like myself like I it's going in rotation it's going on my playlist you know like fuck it you know I'm gonna put that shit on shuffle on my playlist and I gotta, I gotta work my way like you yeah like you said I gotta work my way through the album I will say this and... much like the first like the first I'm not so like in love with the first like I like dedicated the first 10 the first 10 songs but see, I'll take I'm out saying, mo- I besides, like, like I said. Yeah, damn, well, he man. no, because he has he has twenty three songs. Now let me finish. Like I, the first ten songs, you know, t- of course, Mona Lisa is dope, and then I liked Dark Side of the Moon. I could care less for the rest of them. Wow, I like more so the second half of the album okay. because that's where it gets more personal. After Famous with his daughter mm-hmm. Regine. On down, it gets a lot more personal. See that from ten on up, I feel like that was that was more of what I was expecting. Right. And I guess besides that, that Mona Lisa, besides that, that Mona Lisa, that Mona Lisa blew my mind. That shit was hot fire. Yo. That shit, them, that nigga Kendrick is crazy. <laughs> he snapped. I ain't even gonna lie. Like Kendrick snapped on that shit. He went crazy on that shit. How would you feel if if Wayne didn't have the features? Um, be, because the, I feel like the only thing, because this is, here's me from the outside. I'm going to be devil's advocate because low key, all I heard was the shit that Jazz, Jazz done played today since I've been over here. So don't put too much weight into what I'm saying. But do you think, like, do you think that it would carry as much weight as it does if? If he just did it on his own, yes, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, that's, that's because what I'm I wanted to be because I've been out there's of the water after six years. Because like, how many features did he have in the other Carter? I, mean, I will, I will say life? this. No, well, he has twenty three tracks, and yes, no, she's saying like, in his previous album. Yeah, and his, I'm just, I'm just saying on his previous ones. Yes, what? Like if you go back to like Carter, like Carter, Carter two, he doesn't yes. have like he doesn't start. No, he doesn't have nearly as many features as his latest as his later albums. Or Carter one or two, most like those two albums are pretty much just him. Other with you know, other than the little skits and everything, you know, most. Well, of the, the Carter one, him. yeah, yeah, the Carter one. That's definitely like that was just straight rap, right? Yeah, there. and that's that's I guess like I said, I just I don't know, I might just be stuck in that era. I was because the Carter three definitely had yeah, Carter three features. Had, that's when he started with you know four had all the features and you know. I feel like the features, the only feature artists on here that outweighed him on the track was Kendrick Lamar. Otherwise, you literally have to look and see, like, oh, who is this on the track with him? Hmm. That's how, like, it's not like, you know, like, even with the dark side of the moon, I was like, damn, that didn't sound like Nicki Minaj. I had to look. As soon as her annoying ass voice came in. I had to look. I'm like, okay, who the fuck is that? Nicki Minaj. Party, and then, that's some Cardi versus Nicki Minaj. No, like, I hate when Nicki Minaj sings. I've always hated when she sings. I hate her voice. She like, that shit's annoying as hell. I'm sorry. I hate when she sings on any song, on anything. Like, just rap. I don't want to hear you sing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was, she was singing on that track. Yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, three and a half, 3.75 actually for me. I, that's, that's fair like because and i guess and i'm seeing folks you know who like oh it was just fire you know and i i'm like no nah. like i know you're a wayne fan and we all wayne fans and trust me this is like you said from a wayne kind of sword but don't just give him the clout just because it's wayne either because if he come with some mediocre shit he came with some mediocre if beyonce come with mediocre shit i'm going that's why i said yeah. like that's why that's why i said the first like i could care too much like for the first half of the cd like besides mona lisa shit the first half of the cd can get tracked but after famous i mean the first half of the cd can get skipped after famous though that shit right and that's what that's what that's what did it for me i was listening to it at work just five in the morning just like huh it's just something to listen to some music to keep me going you know until like you said about the end the end of the album i'm like man i just really i had promoted the hell out of it before you know the few days before i didn't i wasn't on none of that i'm like i'm gonna let Lil wayne move in silence like he do i just knew I, he was about to just smack my ass with it and i was about <laughs> to be like yes and i was like i said at work like damn just saying. Somebody said that, but he, that he was gonna drop. Sorry for the wait three before the car. <laughs> I was like, Look, damn. I, was, I wasn't anticipation. We was gonna have to fight because if you didn't drop that at the by midnight that on his birthday, I was gonna be upset. Like, nah, I'm done waiting. <laughs> like now, I don't even want to hear it no more at this point because it's been too long. <laughs> I was about to be upset. I'm waiting for those uh those first week numbers to drop though. I wonder how them streams went. I know, I know he went crazy. I know he went crazy. I just know it. Everybody was waiting for it. Six years. I mean, six yeah, and on top years. Of that, was that worth the six-year wait? It, it wasn't. That's what makes me upset about it. 
it wasn't worth the six year wait. I can't, I can't, I can't. I can't say it was or wasn't because I said in the previous podcast, it wouldn't have made or break me. It wouldn't have made a difference if he didn't or did drop this album because as a fan, I would, I'm satisfied. I was satisfied with his body of work before the Carter of five. I felt like he could have retired because Lil Wayne made his mark in hip hop. He broke records. Nobody else in hip hop has broken. This man sold one point three million hard copies in a week off the Carter three. (laughs) Like, I, Wayne had, I, as a true Wayne fan, like, if this man went on tour and did everything, just did Carter one, two, and three, I would go, I am there. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, and give me the dedication one, two, and three, them days. Like, I'm paying big money to go see that. graduated high school and I'm good. (laughs) I'm paying big money to go see that because as a Wayne fan, that nigga ain't nobody. There's no other rap artist that can touch what he did from 2000 motherfucking five to 2000 motherfucking eight. Hell, I'm going to say, I'm going to even say from 2003 to 2008. Nobody came up from like that. From the drop Wayne. of the first nobody. Carter till, the, like you still, hell, 2009, 10, that was his whole, like that was him especially and let's not even talk about what was it like the 08 year him and t-pain man like just that year alone <laughs> um just leading up into the carter three just all those mixtapes right there you know that speaks for itself like you said i could have i could have did without the carter five and it's like that's the only part that disappoints me as a wayne fan because it's like what like i could have did without Lil wayne music like <laughs> how dare i blasphemy but <laughs> like that's how I feel conflicted because it's like on one hand I feel like I could have did without it like and that's how I felt when I after I got done listening to it, I was like man next you know okay what am I what I'm about to listen to next you know and I didn't I wanted to feel way more emotions than that when I listened to a little Wayne album I've been waiting for for six years as a Wayne fanatic you know so I mean but ultimately he still go you know it's shout out true. to BET he about to uh, get uh, blessed with what is it the uh, BET like hip hop century award or something of, of the sort if I'm not mistaken uh, the I am hip hop award if I'm not mistaken yeah he is gonna get the I am hip hop award and he's yeah. more than deserving of that for sure for damn I will sure. be in tune for that and he has a degree yeah I just wanna throw that out there yeah. so he's not just stupid in psychology right I don't know. I just know he has a degree. <laughs> they, I believe they, it's in psychology. Like rap so good low key, he studied that yeah, he said he said he um I remember in the in a yeah. interview or one of them documentaries, he I think it's in psychology and he said he chose that because it's so much terminology mm-hmm. that you have to learn. And so he wanted to expand his vocabulary. Let's so that, like yeah. that right now. Big ups to I wanna say in psychology. And to Lil John because he got a degree, and and all all it's these true. rappers out here. But you know, let people two know. Yeah, two chains. I believe he went to Alabama State. There's people out here, man. So I really, I just, I love that. I love that aspect, and we need to give some love to that aspect. It's in literature, actually. This is. Is it yeah. in literature? And that definitely sounds. That makes more than enough sense. <laughs> 
for a little while. That's who hell yeah, read Instagram on it. So that makes sense. <clears throat> it's he majored in psychology and English. That's what I got when I look, looked it up. He took eight years in Houston. Mm-hmm. Damn, and he's years. a double major. Yeah, he's a double major in psychology and literature. Shout out to you, Weezy. Hell yeah. That's dope. All right, y'all. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap this episode up. I want to thank all the supporters and listeners out there. Um, Before we do wrap it up again, go ahead and like, listen, subscribe, follow, share, blase, blase, and hit our inbox with those stories for legit and not Mm -hmm. shit and let us rate your folks, your peoples, your friends, whatever they is to you. Maybe they ain't shit to you now because you, you feel like they they not shit, but we might say it's legit. So go ahead and hit us up with those stories, y'all. They probably ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. You already know. It's your girl, Breezy. It's your girl, Jazzy J. And this is Queen. Peace. <laughs> we out. Bye.